Support for this episode and the following message is from Dirt Cheap Gardening. Our friends at Dirt Cheap are ages 10 through 13 gardeners who garden for the Chapel Hill slash Carborough area. They specialize in weeding and yard debris pickup and work very hard. These are entrepreneurial kids who are accomplishing their dreams of running their own business. Our friends also have some of the most competitive prices in the area, only $20 for a crew of at least five or more kids per hour. They enjoy what they do and will make your yard look great. For more information on services, bookings, and questions, go to their website at bit.ly forward slash dirt cheap gardening. episode of the Two Brothers and Their Sports podcast. Our topics this week are the Pittsburgh Steelers losing to the Washington football team on Sunday Night Football and Two Brothers, Two Picks for Week 14, the first week of the fantasy football playoffs. And at the end, we have an interview with kicker, punter, and linebacker for Gilbert Christian High School in Arizona, Jace Feely, who also happens to be the son of NFL kicker Jay Feely. But first, we talk about the Steelers' loss to the Washington football team on Sunday Night Football. So, really, what I did not believe that the Steelers were going to go undefeated, but I personally never believed that they would lose to the Washington football team. And the Washington football team just had a great game, and the Steelers did not have their best, and they did not have James Conner, who their run is not good, but it's still not that bad. So... Without James Conner, plus Washington having a pretty good game, actually amazing game, I believe that's why. And Alex Smith is really a top 10 MVP candidate now. He's been so good over the past few weeks, really carrying this team. And now the two worst teams usually in the NFC East are actually tied for the best, which is kind of crazy to me. So personally... I did not think the Steelers would go undefeated, but I did not believe that they would lose to the Washington football team, and that's pretty crazy. But the Washington football team just had a way better game, and the Steelers just didn't have James Conner and didn't have such a great game. So, all in all, I really believe that Washington and the Giants are going to upset someone in the playoffs um, when they lead the NFC East and when they're the team that has the NFC East that represents the NFC East because they will have home field advantage. But this was just an amazing game by Washington and a not-so-good one by the Steelers. I think a major part of this game was Antonio Gibson getting knocked out of the game early, early. And then we saw Alex Smith started carrying their team. And then we, if I suggest you check this out. He had a bloody shin, and he said luckily they were able to get it fixed up by get all the blood stopped at halftime. But... And he was able to come back in and lead them to a victory. But Antonio Gibson, we all know, he's a great running back, a very good running back. They stole him when when they got him in the draft. It wasn't he wasn't even a top he wasn't even the three round in the top three rounds. So Alex Smith 
tearing this team with Peyton Barber, Jay McKissick, and they completely took out Terry McLaurin out of the game too. So it was basically just Alex Smith, Cam Sims, and McKissick and Peyton Barber doing this against an undefeated team. And don't get me wrong, the Steelers are not a bad team, just like our set. And having James, not having James Conner is a huge hit. Because James Conner keeps the other team honest when they're passing the ball. They're known for passing the ball, but James Conner can do great things with the running when running the football. We've seen that the past two years. And on the COVID list, he just teams didn't have to worry about that. And the Washington football team had the it's not a good mix when you have Benny Snell's not playing well. McFarland is your leading rusher and he's he's not doing that well either. And the number one pass defense in the whole NFL you're going up against. It's just not a formula for success. It's not going to work. And I give props to the Steelers, but I mean, I give props to the Washington football team, but the Steelers, I think they'll lose at least one more game. People will be surprised, but I think they'll end the year 14 and two, um, leaving the Dolphins and the um, the Dolphins and the Patriots, the only two teams that were ever undefeated in the regular season. So, now it's time for our weekly topic, Two Brothers, Two Picks, where each of us lists two players we think you should pick up. So, my first pick this week is going to be DeAndre Swift, running back for the Detroit Lions. He's playing the 30th worst run defense in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers, and he was... Yeah, he's questionable. He um, overcame the uh, concussion protocol last week. He dealt with an illness, but Friday he was a full participant in practice. He it may be more of a running back by committee, but late in the game they're definitely going to lean on Swift. He showed his ability when he had 25.9 fantasy points in PPR leagues in Week 10. So I definitely start him, and especially if he's fully good to go if he's healthy, if they say there's nothing wrong with him before the game. And that's just another factor of why I should start him. And my second pick this week is actually going to be James Conner. Like we talked about in the like we talked about in the last segment, we saw that the Steelers really didn't function without really couldn't function function without James Conner. And it keeps their pass D honest and they if they try passing, we saw what happened last week. It's not gonna work well. Their defense is getting banged up. They're still pretty much number one in the NFL, but James Conner is going to be a key part in their victory, playing the 21st worst run defense in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills, and they, uh, the Buffalo Bills are 11th in pass defense, so it's a better matchup for James Conner than any of the wide receivers. So my two picks this week are James Conner, running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, playing Buffalo, and DeAndre Swift, running back for the Detroit Lions, playing Packers. So, my two picks are actually going to be, well, my first pick is going to be Peyton Barber, running back for the Washington football team. And the reason I'm going to pick him is because Antonio Gibson, as we said earlier, got sidelined with an injury. And Gibson is out for this week. So, Peyton Barber's only rostered in 18.4% of leagues. And last week, he had a touchdown. And the first week against Philly, he had two touchdowns which is just really insane. Um, He's playing San Francisco, who so many people on the D-line have been injured. Expect him to run rampant. And also, um, he's going to get a huge workload. And he's boomed already once, and he's not even the starter. So if I were you, I'd pick up one, Peyton Barber, and two, especially I'd pick up Russell Gage. Now this may come as a surprise for some of you guys, but Julio Jones is sidelined, and um, also 
in just in week 13, he hauled in a touchdown. He hauled in a touchdown against Dallas. He's a very good receiver. Um, and against Seattle, the first week, he had over 100 yards, almost 115 yards. He's only rostered in 10% of leagues, but he's very good. He's boomed three times already, so you definitely should pick him up. Um, and Calvin Ridley's going to be covered mostly all day. I, like I said, he's still going to get a touchdown probably. He's still very good. I still believe he's the second or maybe third best wide receiver in the league. But Russell Gage is a wide receiver too for them, and he's going to get a lot of workload. So my two picks are Russell Gage Jr. playing the Chargers. Um, he's an Atlanta wide receiver. And my other pick is Peyton Barber, running back for the Washington football team, playing the 49ers. <laughs> And now, please enjoy our interview with kicker, punter, and linebacker for Gilbert Christian High School, Jace Feely. Jace Feely is a linebacker, kicker, and punter for Gilbert Christian High School's varsity football team in Arizona. This year, Jace had 57 total tackles, 5 forced fumbles, 5 fumble recoveries, 6 sacks, and 2 safeties as a linebacker. He also won an astounding 96% on PATs and field goals, converting 21 out of 22 PATs and 2 out of 2 field goals, as well as averaging 40.6 yards per punt. Jace, congratulations on your amazing season. Thank you for joining us on the show today. Oh, and by the way, he also happens to be the son of former NFL kicker Jay Feely. Thank you. So how has your senior year of high school been during COVID? Um, You know, it was tough. Um, uh, I remember back in around May, we kind of got the news that, uh, football would kind of be postponed and we got a bunch of guys together and started working out and we started nearing the season and it got delayed even more. And we realized we weren't going to have a full season. Um, we ended up only playing seven games and then we got one taken away because a teammate of ours got COVID. So we ended up only playing six games. And we still made the playoffs, so, you know, it was weird. Um, now that you've just finished your senior football season, how did that compare to your last three years? Uh, I think I had the best year this year. Um, I didn't get as many attempts uh, field goal-wise as I wish I could have, but I did have my best defensive year I've ever had. And, you know, I was able to help the team out in a lot of different ways than just kicking. So I was glad to be able to do that. As we mentioned in the intro, you play linebacker, kicker, and punter. How did that come about? Freshman year, I started kicking. Kind of just wanted to start just kick. And coach is like, well, Jace, you are one of our better hitters. So I kind of started doing that, and I kind of fell in love with it. And I like hitting. It's one of my favorite things to do. It makes me feel like an athlete out there. Um, So I started playing linebacker, and I started getting really good at it. So. And on that note, how do you manage to train for all three positions when one of them is on defense and two of them are on special teams? Um, For kicking, uh, I've always had my dad to help me out in training and working out and all that. And so I'd have that regimen, and then I'd get that done either before school or before practice. And then during practice, I'd start playing linebacker and training for linebacker. And as you mentioned, what influence did your dad have, a respected and known NFL kicker? Uh, he supported me in any way that – he wanted me to play more. <laughs> uh, he wanted me to play offense, defense, anywhere I could play. Um, 
But, you know, I thought, like, going into the senior season, we were planning on not playing linebacker so I wouldn't get hurt and I'd just save myself, uh, just kick and, like, go to college and all that. But um, uh, we kind of get into the season and I hurt my ankle a little bit. And we're like, well, if we're going to get hurt not playing, let's just start playing. And I started playing the uh, third game of the season and kind of blew up from there. I assume that having a dad who's an NFL kicker gives you an edge. What kind of lessons did you learn from him? Um, you know, I'm still learning lessons from him, but uh, I learned how to kick a ball the right way. I'm still learning how to kick a ball the right way. Um, I think the biggest lesson he taught me is how to be competitive and how to keep a cool head, but also turn it on when you need to. So, I think that helped me the most when going from linebacker to kicker was to be that aggressive, just maniac on the field, playing linebacker, and then switching to this calm, like peaceful kind of kicker. What is your main source of motivation that drives you every day, both as a kicker and a punter? Uh, I want to be my best, the best that I can be. And uh, I think that motivates me the most is to just to see where I can go. Uh, I always like doing the best and everything. I like winning. I get my competitiveness from my dad, and uh, I want to be the best wherever I can be. So that's my motivation. According to many scouting reports, you will be a highly sought-out prospect. Is there any particular school you'd love to go to to play football? Um, you know what? I'll take anywhere. Uh, if I get the chance to play D1 football, I'll take anywhere I can go because – Playing football is a real blessing. What are your hopes, dreams, and plans after college? Well, I I don't know. I mean, I hope to go to college. Uh, I hope to kick at college, and I'm, I want to go to the NFL, but I don't know until I get there. And, I mean, that's an aspiration and a dream for me. So, you know, hopefully I, I can make it. Obviously, you're very successful, as you have already been recognized by scouts. Do you have a routine every day that has gotten you to where you are today? Um, sort of, yeah. Uh, I kick um, four times a day, work out, I mean, four times a week, and I work out uh, four times a week. Um, I kick four times during the weekday, work out three times during the weekday, and once during the weekend. So I kind of have some, a little bit of free time to hang out, do whatever on the weekends. Um, and yeah, my dad helps me with that as well. Just uh, what I do throughout the week. What are your earliest football memories? Um, <laughs> I think the biggest memory I have from when I started uh, freshman year, well, you know what? I went out once. Uh, I believe it was seventh grade, and I got tackled, hit my head hard. I didn't want to play football anymore, and I, like, quit. And I get the freshman year, and my dad posted a video on Twitter of me making, uh, I think it was, like, a 50-yarder in practice or whatever, and Sports Illustrated posted it. And I think that was one of my, like, biggest memories of me early football. What did it feel like when you saw your name and your picture in the Sports Illustrated magazine? 
Uh, it was crazy. Um, I had no clue it was going to happen. Uh, neither did my dad. And uh, our coach uh, nicknamed me Cy for SI Sports Illustrated after that for uh, for a while. So that was funny. Is there someone that you look up to or who inspired you? And if so, how? Um, yeah, uh, I look up to my dad. And he inspires me kind of with the stories that he tells me and him every day. I get to see it either when he's working out or he's kicking with me that he has this unending drive and unending uh, competition that just runs through him. Like he won't stop until he wins or he does what he wants to accomplish. And that kind of drives me to be like him. What advice do you have for kids who want to have a career in football? Um, for younger kids, like freshmen going into playing high school, uh, I wish I could go back and play every position. Like, I wish I could go back and play offense, defense, special teams, like everything. Uh, for kids who are getting into football, I'd probably say try out every position and don't just hold yourself to one and play more than one sport. I can't tell you how many guys just play one sport because they think that's like, what they want to do and so they'll just hold themselves to that and coaches love two sport three sport athletes it's i've heard i haven't heard one coach say they don't so jace thanks for that piece of advice and thank you for joining us today we had a great time talking to you about your high school football career we wish you luck in your football career in both college and the pros have a great rest of your day thank you you too A reminder that support for this episode and the following message comes from Dirt Cheap Gardening. Our friends at Dirt Cheap Gardening are ages 10 to 13 gardeners who garden for the Chapel Hill, Carborough area. They specialize in weeding and yard debris pickup and work very hard. They are entrepreneurial kids who are accomplishing their dreams of running their own business. Our friends also have some of the most competitive prices in the area, only $20 for a crew of at least five or more kids per hour. They enjoy what they do and will make your yard look great. For more information on services, bookings, and questions, go to their website, bit.ly slash dirtcheapgardening.